Have you ever wanted to start your very own podcast? Sorry, that's a dumb question. Of course you wanted to start your own podcast. Podcasting's amazing. Head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GAMEPINIONS. And then you, that's right, you listening to this right now, you can have a free month of podcast hosting service. And also, if you take that promo code, you can also get a free month of stats so you can keep track of that podcast that you're working so hard on. Blueberry is incredible, and the features are simply amazing. I don't have time to talk about them, though, because I have to start my own show. So after this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com, look up what it is all about, use promo code Game Pinions, and get started on an adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to Game Pinions episode 17. I'm your host, Calvin, and today I'm joined by my brand new co-host, Kimberly. I'm finally back. <laughs> you are. It's actually, according to this episode now, you are 10 episodes out. Last time we heard from you was 10 episodes ago. What happened? Oh, procrastination. It's <laughs> eh, okay. I understand. Um, yeah, so we're. I want to get into what you've been playing, but I want to wait until after we're done, just some of the, the news stories and mm-hmm. stuff, because that kind of ties into our primary topic today. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of want to push that off. So keep that in mind okay. and push it off. And uh, we are going to hop into some crazy like news stories that we've heard. Some of them really aren't that crazy, but some of them kind of were. Um, this first one was kind of like everyone probably saw this coming for like the last five years. Um, and that is that PlayStation Vita production will end in Japan and the cartridges will be discontinued at the end of March. Um, so that means that no new physical PlayStation Vita games will be able to be made uh, unless. It, yeah, I think it had something to do with like they had to get like publishers had to get their orders in for those. I think like probably a month ago. Oh, OK, so they had like a heads up prior to like knowing this. So okay. this actually isn't really new information. Not a total shock. No, no. It's not like a total shock or anything. Um, but the production in Japan, that was kind of something that was just going to inevitably be on its way. Vita has been struggling since its release. Yeah. So. And now with the new handheld switch and how great it's doing, why have two handhelds when you can have just one? You know, yeah. It just makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it kind of had its its day coming. So uh, there there has been, you know, some people obviously upset with this because Vita kind of is like a, a cult classic in a way. It has like a, yeah. a little following that is super. A little. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's little. It's a good, it's but a good it's, following though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very passionate following. I'd, I'd argue to say that passionate Vita fans can definitely be up there in terms of uh, just their passionateness with any other fan base. Um, there's just a, a really strong, you know, smaller following that follows that system pretty much everywhere it goes so it's uh it's you know it's sad to see it go because it had so much potential and i feel like sony kind of never really supported the system the way they should have mm-hmm. um not really sure why um there's a lot of things that can probably be you know attributed to its downfall or it's really never you know failure to launch in a way um 
proprietary memory cards. There was no SD cards. It was PlayStation proprietary memory cards that were super expensive, even for the lower gigabyte tiers. So it's not really super surprising that it wasn't a success. Um, but it actually has pretty impressive library games on it. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you yeah. know, it just I never. Mean, and now out. that you have the whole new handhelds, it's everything's going to have to be even better. It's going to oh, yeah. be like really hard to compete with that especially since nintendo is working with from my understanding you know playstation and cross-platform with yeah. certain games with, yeah the cross-platform um we actually never went back and revisited uh that topic um that's something we'll have to revisit touch on eventually because i yeah. mean there are i would like to get together some examples and so on and so forth yeah yeah there's because there's actually mm -hmm. something that came out um where like sony obviously they they played nice with um uh, you know, Rocket League, and they played nice with Fortnite. Um, but there's mm -hmm. actually smaller developers that said that they're still not really getting the feedback that they're expecting to get with Sony in terms of cross-platform play. So it's mm -hmm. it's a problem that I thought was behind them, but it appears that it might not be. There's still that barrier, you know? I mean, what differentiates you from another console at that point? So, you know, there's yeah. like... there's it's a, it's a hit or miss, and it's for some games, but not all, so... It's just weird. I think that's just going to be a struggle going forward, but it's yeah. even harder now since Nintendo Switch is doing it for if, like, let's say PlayStation comes out with a handheld and then they want cross-platform and then I feel like it's just a lot. Yeah. That would be so much to ask for that I feel like Switch is just going to dominate the oh, market yeah. as a handheld. Yeah, I think it will too. I mean, I think if any company would come out with a handheld, I think Sony would definitely be the one to do it again. But mm -hmm. I think that right now they're focused on PlayStation VR. They're put, you know, that's doing very well, has mm -hmm. a really strong library of games and they're focused in, focusing in on the final year probably of PlayStation 4 mm -hmm. and then moving on to PlayStation 5. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, there, there's a possibility it could be kind of like a, you know, hybrid type thing with that. Um, but, you know, PlayStation Vita though, um, definitely could have been, it had, you know, remote play with PlayStation 4. So you could actually play PlayStation 4 games streamed onto the Vita. So it had some integration there. It was just kind of like an afterthought, though. And yeah. it, it's a shame because it could have been a crucial part. I said this in a, in a previous episode, but it could have been a crucial part of their you know, ecosystem. But it just never really got to that point. Um, so I actually had some tweets. We're doing th the Twitter topic of the day thing a little bit differently. Um, at least we're trying this out. This is a beta test. So uh, cross <laughs> your fingers that it works out. Uh, we're going to we're going to read some tweets here about the PlayStation Vita's. Uh, unfortunate demise here um and this is from straw hat 715 on twitter uh he says rest in peace ps vita i've always thought you were the best handheld ever created but sony screwed you over because of those memory cards and high launch price you deserved better than what you got which i mean it did it really did i mean it was it had it was the first handheld to have uh dual analog sticks it was the first you know to have a, a rear touchpad uh, to have like an actual, you know, good touchscreen. Yeah. I mean, the DS had a great touchscreen too. It's just, you know, trying to accomplish different things. Mm -hmm. um, it had a ton of different features. You can watch movies on it, um, similar to the PSP. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a shame. Uh, then we have uh, Desert Eagle, um, and this is at Desert Eagle C. It's a shame that the Vita never got the attention it deserved. It had very innovative mechanics with the rear touchpad. Being a spare controller, augmented reality, touchscreen, front and back cameras, etc. It's sad it never got strong support, 
Rest in peace, PS Vita. Thanks for the memories. Hashtag PS Vita. Oh, so sad. Yeah, I mean, it has it has a really strong fan base. It really I, does. I don't know if this will be the end, though. I feel like they might try it. They might try a reamp, you know, of maybe not necessarily the same thing, but a very well-upgraded version. I mean, maybe so. Yeah. Something's going to have to compete with a handheld Switch eventually. I think that there has to be somebody to test that water, you know, test mm-hmm. those waters again. And I feel like, once again, I mean, Sony kind of already has an audience there. Yep. And if they didn't mess up this thing so bad, and if they could have supported this a lot better than they did, you know, I think we're, we're looking at a completely different situation. You know, this also competed head-to-head with the 3DS. 3DS is still on the market. It hasn't been discontinued. Mm-hmm. That That's probably going to be occurring next um we've already kind of seen them emerge between uh it's actually a, just a factual merge between um nintendo's home console department and their handheld department so 3ds probably doesn't have that much time left either but that's mm-hmm. kind of i think that nintendo would actually replace the 3ds as weird as that might seem so i think you know we'll probably see another maybe as nintendo. a cheaper alternative you never know I mean, yeah like a switch mini or something that's yeah. kind of the the way people think that they're going to kind of accommodate that mm-hmm. but we're also seeing you know smaller games on the switch you know like the the new yoshi game yoshi's crafted world that's coming out we're also mm-hmm. um seeing uh the new legend of zelda game uh remake of uh, Link's Awakening. And that game most likely was probably going to be a 3DS game at some point before the Switch came out. After the Wii U failed, the Switch came out. They probably decided, hey, at this point in time, we're just going to bring it over to the Switch instead of the 3DS. So it kind of yeah. made sense and it gives them an extra you know, game to put on there and, and bolster that library even more. Keep so, it active. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a shame with the PS Vita, but, you know, unfortunately... It's, I mean, it's been on the market for a long time. Seen its days. Yeah, it it's lasted time way longer than I thought it would be. You know, bye honestly. bye. <laughs> yeah. So, goodbye. Um, sorry that you didn't get the uh, the support you needed. Um, now we're going to uh, switch gears here because this kind of relates to the Switch and Xbox and PlayStation. Um, this this has been kind of a thing that's been um, talked about now for probably, I'm, I'm assuming probably around this time last month. If, if my time internal clock is even somewhat right. Um, this is kind of an, this is kind of an update to that rumor, um, which I think Xbox is definitely coming to the switch. Anyway, I think that Xbox uh, live app has already been confirmed to be coming to the switch. I don't think that was necessarily a rumor, um, but this is now Xbox game pass is rumored to be heading to the switch and rumored to be attempting to go to PlayStation uh, which is not going to happen. I can tell you right yeah, now. No, I don't X, think they ever will. No, PlayStation no. will never allow Xbox uh, anything to go on their platform. No. Um, there's Because we just talked about their cross-platform play. They're having a hard mm-hmm. time accepting that. This isn't going to happen. <laughs> it's I not going to happen. You look at the exclusives. Look at what each console has exclusively. I mean, it's it's starting to become, what do your friends have? Yeah, and then just get what your friends have because at this point, both consoles have about the same games. Yeah, besides a very few exclusives, and besides that, it's it's hard. This is such a open water right now. Yeah, where people can go to either one, but honestly, how it how it's kind of going is PlayStation's route. So why would they cooperate with Xbox? They have, I feel like Xbox personally has a lot of game to catch up on. And I think that's it does, hopefully yeah. why they're collaborating is to try to make up 
for kind of what they did to their fan base. So. Yeah, I mean, I think they're trying to expand. I think they're going to try to prioritize hardware sales. I mean, not hardware sales, software sales over hardware sales. And the way to do this, if you can hook people in that have other systems into a subscription-based program for your content, I mean, that's that's not really necessarily a bad business practice, especially if they can make this newer system uh, cheaper. So they're not going to lose out if they don't sell a ton of them. So they can mm-hmm. kind of win in a different way. And this is this is kind of um, neat that I've, I'm reading this from. Uh, it's a French website called. Uh, oh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Uh, I think it's called uh, <laughs> Jou Video. And it's it's French. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> J-U-E-X Video. Uh, I, I think I nailed that. Uh, which cites multiple inside sources um, that Microsoft is getting ready to release an Xbox app on the Nintendo Switch and also bring Game Pass to the system via its new streaming technology, xCloud. Microsoft is apparently also going to be publishing some of its first-party titles directly on to the Switch as native ports. These games that are rumored would be from franchises like Gears of War, Forza and of course Halo <laughs> natively on the Nintendo Switch not through Game Pass. Nintendo mm. and Microsoft are very buddy buddy right now. They have great relationships. They are working together. I mean, the Switch could potentially become an Xbox portable, right? It could potentially become that. And Microsoft seems like they want it. Phil Spencer is a huge Nintendo fan. We I mean we talked about this in a previous episode. So there's a lot of things that are kind of aligning here, and this is still just a rumor, but it seems like what has occurred around this kind of gives this some weight and something to actually think about as a possibility that this could actually happen. And it would be revolutionary. I mean, we've never seen this happen before between two systems. You know, what would be interesting, too, is how they would manage the online gameplay for such as Halo or or Gears of War. I mean, who would get the the money for the online? You know, you'd have to pay for your online subscription. Yeah. Kind of like getting Xbox online. So is there going to be a sub, you know, where you have to log into your Xbox account and that's how they can get you to get Xbox online if you wish to play those games online does that make any sense yeah it makes sense so i'm I'm interested to see if that does happen how that would pan out but i i don't know how that would go to be honest i don't know more people would probably get switched since they can hook it up to their you know their television sets and then just get the online which therefore why would you need an xbox (laughs) i know yeah that's that's Um, why it's kind of confusing and and um, the um sorry no what's that um for the interface for the party system, that's something that Switch is actually needing is a good party system. And I always have preferred the Xbox's interface, at least. You know, there's not any more of like a difference per se with PlayStation or Xbox and their party systems. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they've always been very good, Xbox has, with the simplicity that any age and any kid can understand how to use and operate it. Yeah. So maybe they're collaborating in other ways like that, too. Yeah. Possibly. I mean- <laughs> yeah, I, I understand what you mean. That That is kind of weird. And I think it's just we're it's such a gray area because we have never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Like how the subscription base would work. Would Nintendo adapt Xbox Live? Would mm-hmm. Microsoft come in there and be like, hey, let's overthrow Let's, you know, overhaul your online, give you all these features. You can connect, like make these platforms intertwined in terms of how their online connectivity works. 
you know, Nintendo gives them the NES online, Nintendo gets Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. They're both kind of exchanging goods here. They're both going to be making money from that. You know, I think I have I have strong feeling that at the Game Awards when they were um, doing the whole Smash Bros thing, I have a I have strong feelings that Nintendo and Microsoft met up during that time and probably before then and, and after then discussing on what they could do. Um, I feel like they both have fairly young presidents um, that are trying to figure out how to, to innovate and how to go to that next step and really change the, you know, how these consoles, you know, communicate where Sony isn't really into that, which mm-hmm. is understandable because once again, this is kind of scary. They're, they're the top dog right now. So why should they be branching off in other systems, sacrificing their hardware sales? And they also have the feel they could compete. That's yeah. another thing with Nintendo Switch with their own handhelds. Now, you know, Microsoft does not have that advantage. They are not known for their oh, yeah. for any handhelds, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they need to be buddy buddy with Switch. Yeah. In order so that they could stay relevant because PlayStation is likely to come out with a competitor to Switch. Yeah. So that's I feel like that's why they're avoiding it. I feel like that's why they don't want anything to do with it. And it's such a difficult thing. Yeah. I just I think mm-hmm. it's just super interesting though, because you know, just just the thought of two major console manufacturers teaming up, going against, you know, really. I mean, PlayStation Four has been a juggernaut this generation, and PlayStation since the, the since the original PlayStation, no PlayStation console has ever lost long term in sales. I think I'm pretty sure PlayStation even eventually outsold the Wii, and even if it didn't, the attach rate was so much higher that you know it, it definitely made more money. I'm pretty sure in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they'd be teaming up and just going into, going into like these uncharted waters that we've never seen before, it's just going to be super exciting. Like you imagine playing Halo on your switch. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. <laughs> like if this happens, I mean, it might not happen, but it's, I don't know. It's kind of seeming like they might do that. And if they do, it's just going to, it's going to be really, really wild. And it makes sense for both these companies to kind of work together Xbox gets all the third-party games. Mm-hmm. They uh, they don't really get all the um, you know first-party games that you know Nintendo gets. Nintendo's main source of of you know content here comes from mm-hmm. their first parties. Mm-hmm. Microsoft's though, you know, it only is you know it still gets first parties here and there, but they've you know they closed down a lot of studios over the last couple of generations, and. Um, and, you know, with them making their big titles, I mean, they're reaching the younger audiences. This is also something I've been thinking of. Most parents are considering getting their kids switches because it's handheld. It can go anywhere on their trips and travels. But also, if, if Microsoft can squeeze in there with their biggest titles and most well-known games, they might convert and be an Xbox fan because mm-hmm. just through Switch, I mean, this is another way to to reach out to a bigger audience and to be relevant. So I I just wanted to throw that in there too. No, that's absolutely yeah. true. I mean, I've actually even seen on Twitter you have uh, Nintendo fans commenting, "I'm you know I'm getting an Xbox because of this you know camaraderie between the two companies." And mm-hmm. you have people saying, oh, "Well, I'm going to get a Switch because I'd love to have you know these X." And this even if it's premature, they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still you know combining these audiences and. You know, it, it just, it makes sense. If you have an Xbox, having a Switch is just, you know, it's, it's going to make sense. Play nicely. Yeah. <laughs> You'll <Yeah>. go farther. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's just, it's really, it's really interesting. And, you know, I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with this. Because, I mean, this is definitely, 
the most interesting that interesting thing, at least in my opinion, that we've seen happen in the game space for a long time. Yeah, this is crazy. Besides PC starting to adapt, you know, to get those big games on the PC, I don't think we've seen anything this big yeah. starting to come out. So. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very interesting out there. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be really, really cool. I think this does wonders for Xbox's PR. The fact that they're so open with, uh, you know, cross-platform play. I think it helps Nintendo out a lot. Kind of hurts Sony a little bit, but I feel like Sony is so far ahead that it doesn't really matter that much. Sony can compete. Yeah. I mean, they're in a weird position. Like, you know, Nintendo and Microsoft here. Nintendo's coming off an awful generation with their home console. Xbox, you know, they didn't really sell what they wanted to sell with the Xbox One. They had an awful PR disaster at the beginning of the generation. And now it's like they're both kind of companies on the mend. Nintendo's Switch obviously is doing amazing. You know, it's just it's selling <laughs> like crazy. And uh, Xbox with their, you know, with with a new man, Phil Spencer, is heading in the right direction. I think that's yeah. not even debatable. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting going forward. And uh yeah. So we're going to do you have anything else to say on that topic or um not really besides the fact that PlayStation kind of knows what they're what they're getting into and I feel like people are like what are you doing what are you doing PlayStation but really they can compete with a handheld they probably have plans and concepts already drawn up and I feel like PlayStation can definitely compete when it comes to new consoles and VR and they have so much more they can reach out to it's oh, like yeah. they already have this future plan and I don't think they want to cooperate with anyone because they have been very good especially with the playstation 4 yeah the vr systems i mean they are on track yeah they're definitely ahead of the game right now so really what what reason is there for them to try to reach out you yeah. know they they're competing they're doing good they're fine it's really xbox and the fact that they're trying to reach out and be more col- collaborative and be more cooperative with mm-hmm. other companies to try to help out what I feel like they, you know, fix their mistakes they've made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think they're with really their fan doing good. Base. Yeah, yeah. With, with a few things that they've said to their fan base, with their console, with their exclusives. Like, maybe maybe they're trying something new and refreshing and trying to get their themselves on a, a future track. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, they're, they're exploring different avenues that right now Sony doesn't really have like a real reason to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that their whole cross-platform play stance though was definitely not good for their PR. But like I said before, they're, they're so far ahead. They, they know what they're doing. They have a ton of exclusive games, brand new exclusives that came out this, you know, for this generation. Um, they're, they're well set going into next generation, yeah. but you know, if they get too cocky, who knows what'll happen. So yeah. That's what I'm curious. About. I just feel yeah. like when you have you have companies that are coming off of failures, or I wouldn't say Xbox One was necessarily no, a failure. Not completely. It's just I feel like they've said things they sh- they shouldn't have, or yeah. you know they've done things maybe they shouldn't have. Yeah, Don Matrick yeah. definitely uh, <laughs> set that set that <laughs> console off on the wrong foot. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just I think that uh, you know when you're when you're hungry as like a, a company and you're looking for the next big thing. And you're going, you're know, putting all your chips, you know, in the center of the table. Mm-hmm. I just think that is uh, 
you know, it's really cool to see what what that will cause them to do, and just seeing a collaboration between two major because it benefits gonna... us, the consumers. You know, yeah, us who are buying end, yeah. those things, us who can finally connect with other people on a different console. Which yeah. this is why it hurts PlayStation. It does. They're yeah. they're thinking like a business for themselves and for profits and for their money and future designs and concepts and so on. Yeah, but they're not thinking about us, and that gets scary because oh, yeah. you don't think about your consumer and what they want. There's only so many times you can ignore them Mm -hmm. before you make a mistake and then your fans start to dissipate, you know, so that's that's what's scary. It's I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but I I know that they probably were going to have some great products that we can't resist anyway. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So this next piece of news, um, Reggie fils retiring from Nintendo after 15 years, um, 13 years of being the Nintendo of America president. This is really sad. <laughs> I mean, like I feel I feel great for him because, you know, he's getting a well-deserved retirement. But um, you know, this guy, he's really the face of Nintendo, especially after Satoru Iwata unfortunately passed away. Um, you know, this guy, he was I mean, everybody loved Reggie. He he was like super memeable. He uh I mean, I don't I, I know that I, I follow Nintendo a lot more closely than you do, so you probably don't really know of him that much. You've probably seen his face. I just, can't say his last name. Yeah, if it's a, <laughs> it took me a long time. <laughs> Many videos watching. I don't think anyone can really pronounce his last name properly. I call him Reggie Feels. So Reggie Feels. Yeah. Well, it hits you it hits you in the feels when you hear about about this exactly. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it's crazy, you know. He he came in. I think he was hired like at the end of twenty, uh, not twenty. I was going to say twenty or three. That doesn't sound right. Uh, at the end of two thousand and three, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he came into their E three twenty fourteen press conference, and this is how he introduced himself. I don't know if you knew that, but he said, "This is for Nintendo." <laughs> he said, "My name is Reggie." I'm about kicking ass. I'm about taking names and we're about making games. That's how he introduced himself. And he's just, you know, this giant man. And he, uh, yeah, he has just so many moments over the years. You know, my body is ready. Obviously is a, a popular one. You know, the collaboration with, uh, with uh, robot chicken. Uh, there's just, there's so much to say about, about Reggie. Um, but it's definitely, it's going to be sad without him. It really will be. He, uh, you know, he just put his blood, sweat and tears into the company for, 15 years and then 13 years as the you know the head of that division so um it's sad it really is it's sad because it's hard to live up to that kind of oh absolutely happy it's not just happiness it's motivation it's Mm -hmm. what he wants to achieve it's all it's his personality yeah you you know you'd you'd have to match it and you can't and so it's always it's always different yeah it's definitely going to be different Mm -hmm. i feel like you know with uh you know satori wada you know reggie um, they had this like presence about them that even though they didn't really until really the Nintendo directs, you didn't really see them all that often. Like they didn't really appear. They didn't make a ton of public appearances. They just, you know, kind of, you know, were there at the E3, E3 press conferences and you'd see them like here and there and other events. So you didn't really see them like super often, but they had like this presence about them that kind of made you feel like they were talking directly to you. And it was just, I don't know, there was something different. There was a connection between fans and them, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, Sony fans with like Jack Trenton or, you know, Microsoft fans with like Don Matrick. I mean, there, <laughs> there was not really a huge connection there. But with with Reggie, with Iwata, you know, the Nintendo fans, there was just a, a connection. I mean, there are so many different memes about Reggie. I mean, they called him the Reginator. Uh, <laughs> you know, he even he mentions that in his uh, in his, uh, you know goodbye video that he made on youtube and he uh 
he, he has this uh, amiibo, a custom made amiibo that a fan sent him. And I heard, saw this on a tweet. I should have I should have retweeted it. Um, they said that they sent that to him. And in that video, you can see that custom fan made amiibo of Reggie in the background. Uh, it's really it's, it's that is so sweet. yeah, it is. It is really, really cool. Um, but you just tell he loved playing the games and he loved, you know, just being a member of Nintendo. He loved the company. You know, you I can think. like see and feel the passion. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And there was just I don't know. He, it felt like there was a connection there because he was kind of one of us, you know, like a, a fan. First and <laughs> foremost, a fan. Um, so it's it's definitely sad to see him go. Um, I mean, he just, you know, he was he was kind of he was the face of Nintendo for for a long time. Really long time. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I remember uh, with the 3DS, I was super excited about that system. I saved up for that system for years, anticipating that Nintendo was going to drop that. So back then, I obviously didn't have a job. So I'd save up like Christmas money, birthday money. I was like, this is dedicated <laughs> to the next Nintendo handheld because I love the DS. So I wanted mm -hmm. the next Nintendo system. And I just remember the uh, night of the launch in uh, North America. It came out in Japan, obviously, a few months earlier. But the, the night of the launch, I remember they all had these uh, in New York. We actually went to that store, the, the Nintendo uh, World Store. He had this, um, he had all, everyone in the in the crowd were, were wearing the 3D glasses. So at the end of the night, when the 3DS finally released, it struck midnight. They all took their 3D glasses off their faces and threw them up in the air because the 3DS didn't need them. So he held like events like that. And it's really cool seeing the the president of the company going to a launch event for a product and interacting with the fans, taking pictures. It's yeah, just really that's, cool. That's on a whole new level. You don't see many people yeah, do just that. Don't, yeah. You don't see it. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. And it needs to happen more. Absolutely. And I, I and I'm I'm excited for the the new guy that's stepping in. Um before we go and talk about him for a minute, I wanted to go and read some tweets about Reggie because I mean, you have to you have to see what some of these fans are saying, and there's so many. I mean, there's so many tweets on here. I could literally probably like all of these and read them all off to you, but we'd be here for like three hours, <laughs> probably longer. <laughs> um, so we are going to hop into uh, the first one, and this is from Phil Spencer, Mr. Xbox. Oh, all the best to Reggie Fizeme on his next phase of his life. Great leader, industry partner, and friend. Oh, that was nice. Uh, Joe Merrick at Joe Merrick. Reggie fils is retiring from Nintendo, being succeeded by Doug Bowser. The Bowser memes for future Nintendo stuff at E3 are going to be insane. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the last 15 years, Reggie. Uh, That's sweet. It is. It is. It's really nice. It's, Get your it's, tissue boxes it's, ready it's so when you nice read those it's, tweets. It's almost disgusting. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one. This one's kind of funny, but it's also kind of sad. Uh, this is at Derek of the Dykes. Okay. Uh, Re Reggie fils is retiring, handing the reins over to Doug Pouser. I can't talk. Doug Bowser, not Pouser. Uh, miraculously, he managed to not lay off 800 employees in the process. Oh, that was obviously a reference to, uh, Activision. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like a burn. Yeah. It's like you try to take advantage of that tweet. Oh, yeah. Tweet train. And he's like, I'm going to throw this in there. <laughs> but it's, it's so sad seeing those those tweets. Like, it's it's funny. Oh, it's yeah. It's great. Like, you're like, you, you go on to a new level of appreciation, but then you, you, you want to cry a little bit. With some oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely depressing. And, uh, 
yeah, I might go cry after this uh, after this podcast. But uh, oh, that's such a lie. He'll <laughs> um, sniffle. Yeah, I'll, I'll sniffle <laughs> a little bit. Uh, this one is at uh, one magical uh, ivory. Just heard about Reggie Fizeme retiring from Nintendo of America, and I'm really going to miss him. I can't imagine Nintendo E3 press conferences or sorry presentations. Every time I see presentations, I'm just like press conference. <laughs> uh, oh, a PowerPoint press conference it's just weird um i can't imagine nintendo e3 presentations and such without this man thank you for a wonderful 15 years filled with iconic moments reggie and wishing you and your family all the best um that was one of his reasons for retiring you wanted to spend more time with his family so wow. you know he's, i mean when you're running a major company like that your work is basically your life yeah, you don't get much time with your no. family, and I could see how that's you know, yeah. that's really he, he wants to spend more time, oh, and that yeah. was really nice to include that in the tweet too. Oh yeah, you know, to wish his best for his family. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure he he probably sees a lot of these things, even if they're not tweeted directly at him. I'm sure that you are you know, kidding me? We're all the same. Him. We want to go on there and see what people are saying. Oh, absolutely. You know, he, he won't admit it, but you know, he goes on there. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's mm -hmm. curious what people think his legacy at that company will be. Or and someone I, tells him about it too. By oh, way. yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would be cool if somebody just gathered up all these and sent it to him in the mail yeah. <laughs> as individual letters. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> he gets all these notifications. Um, Ryan, this is at Ryan Raichu 661. Can't believe Reggie feels a may. Uh, I just, I messed it up. See, I've been saying it right all day. I'm sorry. It's me. <laughs> You're tainting me. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't believe Reggie fils is retiring. My body isn't ready. And he shows uh, a picture of a, of a cat. Oh. Doesn't really seem super related, but Hey, anytime you can throw a cat in there, I guess, you know, my body isn't ready. My body isn't ready. We have one more. This is from Commonwealth Realm at Okay, I just I, I just I just lost it. Oh, well there it goes. No, it's just it's just that common realm. Reggie Fizeme together with Satoru Iwata brought Nintendo of America into the second golden age with uh, Tatsumi Kimishima and Shantaro Fuikawa. Good job. Thank you. I'm pretty sure I still pronounced it wrong. Pro uh, pronounced it wrong. I can't even pronounce pronounce uh, <laughs> He uh, he brought Nintendo into its third golden age. Thank you, Reggie, and good luck. Can't wait to see what at the true Bowser will bring us. I figured that'd be a good one to end it because now we can talk a little bit about Doug Bowser. Mm -hmm. Like what a perfect name. I know. <laughs> to take over. I know. A little bit it's, scary. It's kind of crazy. I know he worked at uh, Electronic Arts. He did. He did work mm -hmm. at Le Electronic Arts. He uh, was responsible for the marketing there. So mm -hmm. he would go out to the retailers, make sure these games are being advertised. And, um, you know, he was there for, I think, eight years. Pretty mm -hmm. sure that's how it was. Yeah, eight years. And, mm -hmm. yeah, he was there for a while. And it's uh, it's actually pretty impressive um, because, you know, if he was kind of related to their sales numbers, the sales numbers at EA during that time period, um, pretty, pretty astounding. He did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, pretty... he did a really good job with marketing over there, Absolutely. which by the way, does not mean, um, he was the person who said, let's, let's get all the, <laughs> here's, here's a lot of money for some extra add-ons or downloads or yeah that probably pay, was not what pay he to play. specialized he in he just doesn't specialize in that he's more of like an advertiser for their products mm -hmm. or for the company themselves so it is it, marketing is definitely different 
um, from what, you know, we oh, yeah. obviously don't like about certain aspects about EA. Yeah. See, he seemed like he was definitely more on the the business side, not like the, the business side of how much money can we make from putting these, mm-hmm. you know, different um, you know, features, features in the, the game, game like mm-hmm. microtransactions, DLC. Yeah. That's he what was, I was more of a marketing person with retailers. At least yes. that's what I understand it Gather. to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what he actually did. He came over to Nintendo in 2015. And so he wasn't here for the Wii U launch. He wasn't there. He wasn't part of that team. Probably could have used them after how poorly that, that <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe he would have been like, hey, yeah. this is a stupid name for this console, but <laughs> yeah. he, he wasn't <laughs> throw, there. Throw out his opinions, you know. Yeah. But he was actually, um, you know, re- he was one of the reasons why I think the Switch was such, you know, heavily marketed product. He would go to, you know, these retailers, GameStop, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, and make sure that the Switch was front and center. You know, that's why mm-hmm. we we saw all this different kiosks. If you go to Target and stuff like that, um, there's, you know, there's not just one Nintendo Switch setup there. You have the handheld setup and then um, and then like uh, later down the, the aisle, you have where the controllers are disconnected and you can play it on the, the big screen. He has and the, I'm pretty sure he probably had something to do with that, you know, getting this into um, the hands of, of the consumers making sure there's those big, nice cardboard cutouts of like Mario and... And this guy's good because if you remember, everyone knows the Switch commercial and I'm sure he had I'm sure a he heavy had hand in that, yeah. in that. I'm sure he did. Someone did and whoever did, did a great job because they sold it to parents. They sold oh, it to everybody. They had kids playing it. They showed them being, you know, moving around in the vehicles and just, they can just focus on that one little game console and mm-hmm. they were happy. It gave them, you know an age range it gave them so much more of an audience and it was such a well like not an annoying commercial it was a well-made commercial it the sounds were nice and then the clicking oh yeah it's so uh-huh that that's that is market excellence people. oh yes definitely market excellence shows exactly how the system works um and as soon as you hear that snap, you know what that is. Yeah. I mean, that's like training a dog at oh, that yeah. point. Like, we know what that click means, you know? So, if there's another Switch commercial and you hear that click from the kitchen, you know that's a Switch commercial. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. It, they definitely did a very and good I'm job. Sure, I'm sure he had something to do with that. Had his hand somehow yeah, in Yeah, I'm sure. Because I think marketing and advertising kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it might be different divisions, but I'm sure somewhere along the line, you know, he contributed to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually kind of curious. We should we should. I want to definitely research that, that to see if he did that. anything about that because I mean that was excellent and I feel yeah. like that's what got out. You yeah. know, that's definitely how the console was distributed. You oh know? yeah, yeah. Had a really big hand. I want to know if he was behind that commercial or not because if if he wasn't, they have a really good marketing team and it's they about do, to get yeah. better. <laughs> and I think I think uh, we definitely have to research that. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, Upset in a way that I didn't think of that myself, but (laughs) (laughs) well, we'll we'll update that in a later episode. But um, I just wanted to go ahead and just read what he wrote on his Twitter account. And he said, thanks everyone for your warm messages. As I look ahead to this new adventure, I have learned so much from Reggie. His love and passion for Nintendo, along with yours, will never be far from my mind. I so, hope not. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> but I mean, he apparently was a big Nintendo fan growing yeah. up. You know, he loved the Nintendo games and, you know, he's probably a big NES player and all that. So, you know, it's nice to see a fan go in there. I think he's a little bit younger than Reggie. I'm I'm still concerned about it's one thing to be 
in marketing, it's another thing to make the decisions. Oh, yeah. And so it is kind of like, I hope you do good. But yeah, I hope you never so too. know how yeah. it goes. Some people just aren't meant to cross from that kind of department to that. Yeah. I see that, yeah. So I, he has a lot he has to live up to. But I'm sure it's not going to be anything bad. I mean, I don't think it I'm, will. I'm sure it's going to be great. I feel like he has so much experience and he's probably dealt with so many different people. I feel like from, you know, PR standpoint and all of that, he already he already has like reached out to all these different companies. And he's like, I mean, it's just been mm-hmm. his career is pretty impressive. You know, at least oh, yeah. what I've read of it. Um, it gives me it gives me a lot of confidence that he can handle this this position. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see where this goes moving forward after Reggie retires, because this is essentially a brand new era of Nintendo now. You know, you have just new people, new management all across the mm-hmm. board, and really the only the only figure head that's been there super long time now um, is uh, you know Shigeru Miyamoto. He obviously doesn't have you know a management position or anything like that, but even him, uh, he will probably be retiring at some point in the near future so and uh just to throw out there as well um the fact that he's a fan he it's they're trying to establish that passion which i mean hopefully he has been a fan but i mean if you don't really kind of say that (laughs) i feel like it wouldn't be good i don't know like it rubs people the wrong way yeah but um i hope he has that passion that he did too which i'm sure he did Oh, with yeah, Reggie, sure, with, yeah. you know, Reggie's kind of passion. So uh, with the changes that's happening and, and things that are going along, everything seems great. But he does have the Bowser name. So he has to make sure every oh, choice I'm is sure, a good yeah. choice or he will never live it down. So yeah, it's going to be. That is for sure. Yeah, I heard I heard some weird stuff. Like <laughs> apparently there's a whole bunch of Doug <clears throat> Bowsette memes oh, out no. there, which is just highly unfortunate. Please just, avoid that tag or those posts. Yeah, just don't, don't pay it. <laughs> a huge amount of attention to that just because it's really weird. It only takes one scandalous person to ruin. You will ruin your search results for the rest of your life if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) And do not look up that stuff in public just to be safe. Yeah. I I haven't personally looked at them. I saw a brief thumbnail of just from (laughs) just the headshot of it. And I pretty much saw everything that I needed to see from it. So, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's in no so time, there will be a very unfortunate Yeah, there, there, are, no, there are no rules on the internet. And there is no line that people will not cross. Just be careful out there. It's dangerous to go out there alone. And it's dangerous to, to search that stuff. So just don't do it. And don't contribute to it. Yeah, this is it. We're not trying to like tell you guys to do it. Um, yeah. But if you do it, please make sure that no one's looking at your screen. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of weird because <laughs> it's like, I, I think that it's awful, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad that it exists. I, he needs a meme. And this is per, oh, just man. like Reggie has, has so memes. many memes. He's, he has, he has a meme now. He's off to a good start. Yep. <laughs> He's off to a good start. The memes nowadays though, much more advanced <laughs> than they were oh, back yeah. then. So um yeah this is this is gonna be very interesting um so yeah that's pretty much all i really wanted to say about that that's something we'll mm-hmm. talk about more in the future just because obviously we talk about nintendo quite a bit uh mm-hmm. on game pinions that's just i mean they always have something crazy to do their news stories always are just really interesting and uh yeah we'll see we'll see what happens yeah going forward okay. um so i wanted to i wanted to bring this up uh kimberly okay why did you get an Xbox One? 
<laughs> why did you have get, to tell him that? Yeah, why, why did you get next to the phone? Okay, I, so... I mean, yeah, you, 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 yeah, take the four. Take the four. Okay, okay, so I, I do have a PlayStation 4. Yes, you do. I have a custom PC. Yes, you do. I have a Switch. Yes, you do. And that's because I work hard every day. <laughs> that money is gone. But anyway, so um, I... And there's something about when you first hold your first controller. Now, get this. My my parents did have a an original PlayStation, but I was just watching, you know, when I was like four years old. So I wasn't really playing. But the first controller I ever held wasn't a um, handheld mobile. It was an Xbox controller. That was my very first controller. And, it, and, and as you know, they're bulky. And it was the first one that I liked. I mean, compared to the Nintendo 64, um, I, you're going to choose the Xbox controller <laughs> or yeah, the Nintendo GameCube. Yeah, controller sucks. I mean, even GameCube's uh, controller wasn't that comfortable, in my opinion. I mean, the Xbox had those little... It just it had a feel to it. Um, and for some reason, I guess nowadays, I just... When I try to get into a game, I feel like I'm not immersed. And so I was like, okay, well... I really want to go back to having an Xbox and I want to see if I'd be more interested in playing my games every day with that. And so sure enough, I did. And it's like this nostalgia. It's like something it's, it's just your memory of playing those original games of Mm -hmm. holding that controller, even though it's designed differently. Nowadays, there is this like nostalgia about it. Yeah. Um, when the PlayStation turns on, it's some it, you know it has these little dings and stuff, and they give me a headache sometimes. But I mean, it's <laughs> it's a beautiful system. I they beat Xbox by far when it comes to aesthetics. Their systems are beautiful. They have all kinds of different options you can get, especially the gold PlayStation that I have. Oh, it's I, beautiful! It's the best it really design. Is. Of any console, I've it's just I love it. It's, I it's wish every console designed, was yeah. designed like that because it's, it's beautiful. It is. But this Xbox, you know, it's a big clunky box. It's heavy. You slam it down on your desk, and then you get your controller out. But when I turned on my Xbox, it was like you don't have the original Xbox sounds, obviously. But it was holding that controller that made me feel like I was connected to that game, that I could finally enjoy what I was playing. So. I was like, okay, well, maybe it's I'm just going crazy. Maybe I'm just going to go buy something, you know, maybe because, you know, you work all day. You want to go buy. You want to spend that money you make. So I went home and I sat down for a while and I played some of the games like the, my, the original Halo games. Once again, there's the nostalgia. I remember playing it. Oh, the controls, the way mm-hmm. the analog sticks are positioned in a way that one is farther, I think, positioned farther north. Right. Or maybe I'm wrong. What do you mean? Isn't the left analog stick a little higher than the right one? Just a tad. I feel like it is. Maybe I'm crazy. It is, isn't it? The when you have like the Xbox, your controller, you have they're yeah they're they're you yeah, know staggered. Yeah, they're diagonal. Okay, yeah, they're that's exactly okay. So that knowing that it's weird because I'm used to the D pad being right below it. It's just the way the controller's designed that I can remember that I like that I am comfortable with. But when I went to the PlayStation, adjusting to that, it was very hard for me to play shooter games or to play games and get used to viewing and looking around. It was very difficult. So anyway, I don't want to go into detail, but it's the nostalgia (laughs) of it. 
It was the nostalgia of playing the game with that controller that you remember, which leads me into the fact that if you grew up playing an Xbox or a PlayStation, you might be more than likely to go back to that system just because of your nostalgic memories, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've actually always said that I think that um, hardware kind of transcends, you know, I think I think the, the passion for gaming transcends just the the software. It transcends, you know, that whole entire thing because you also have a passion for the hardware that you are playing on and the operating systems. And there's mm-hmm. a certain way that, you know, the whole entire package kind of, you know, ties in. Sure, you can use an Xbox One, one controller on a PC. You can use a PS4 controller on a PC. But the systems offer a certain experience that, you know, differs. Mm-hmm. Like the interface, just going on there, knowing you have like an Xbox account, it's like something you already learned when you were little. So it's like, you know, oh, I already know that. I'm going to go back to doing that. Mm-hmm. Like when I went to PlayStation, I was like, oh, okay, I get a Sony account. Okay. But it's like, for some reason, my brain's like, oh, now you got to learn a whole new system. Way to go. Like you just, <laughs> you're yeah. all those years that you already knew. And now you have to go back to, to learning, if that makes any sense. So... Xbox, it's like your mind already knows it. You're like, oh, yeah, I just plug this baby in. I can, you know, turn on my controller. <laughs> yeah, I need batteries for my controller. <laughs> you know, like you already know what you need. You already know what you have. And even I still had to create a new account because it's not like I'm going to remember the account I used oh, when no, I was four. Oh, no, that was four. a long time ago. That was, you yeah. made that account like early on in the oh, 360 gosh. generation. It's yes. almost like, what, 10 years ago it now. It was old. Oh, just ancient. Very yeah. original Xbox. And... Yeah, so I had to make a new one anyway, but it was like my brain was like, this is easier. This is maybe it's just because I'm aging, you guys, but just having that nostalgia of what you originally played, you kind of go back to it. You go, you just go backward. Yeah, which is okay. And and it might just be your comfort. Yeah. For which controller you prefer and your experiences with the games you played. So I just thought that was interesting. And I actually do prefer playing on the Xbox. I'm an Xbox girl, I'm an Xbox fan. They hurt my (sighs) feelings. And then I tried to switch. (laughs) I try to dump the Xbox and then go to PlayStation, but I never got the same like uh, experience. If yeah. that makes any sense. I mean, I think it's interesting. I think I think that it's you know also important to note that you're not necessarily leaving PlayStation. You're not necessarily no. leaving Switch. No. But you're gonna have them in harmony with your your Xbox. Obviously, you're gonna do most of your gaming on Xbox, but mm-hmm. you know you'll you'll play certain games on PlayStation. You'll play certain games on Switch. Because and, my friends have PlayStation, and so now I'm the only one out, <laughs> and so I, I have to go back to PlayStation. Yeah, you're out of the in-crowd now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that um, I think that's really interesting, though, because I remember when, when they first announced the Xbox One, I remember you were not, I mean, we didn't know each other back then, but mm-hmm. I remember it was probably like a year after that, or I know that you were kind of like, kind of, you felt kind of burned by them, just the way they handled the whole situation, and it was exactly when they announced that if Xbox is very important with the backwards compatibility and we would have been fine if the comment was not made. Oh, yeah. We'll go get yourself an Xbox 360. If you, you know, he yeah, made a very he made a very um, rude comment about it where he could have just said due to the, the hardware, we're trying to progress. It yeah. would have just, oh, okay, we understand. Maybe things are going to get better. There's hopes for the future. Really, he just burned his his fans. Yeah, back. It was a weird. It was it was very strange that I he feel like sent. 
if they they, mm-hmm. they could have definitely gotten away with doing the whole DRM thing mm-hmm. and the no used games things. I feel like they could have gotten away with it if they presented it differently. Yes. The way they presented definitely. it was so poor. Snarky, very like if you're not on board, then you're not one of us. It was very it wasn't like they cared if that made any sense. And I I know each person has their own perspective of what happened during that presentation, but I I did not like it. I didn't want to support something that I felt like, oh, yo, I'm just a consumer. You don't care about my opinion. And we're going to do it. Like, I get it. You're a business. Yeah. We already know the nitty gritty. Just lie to our face and act like you care. You know, how hard is that to do? I feel like they definitely could have got away with it. I mean, Steam, you can't really resell a Steam game (laughs) once you download it. No. (laughs) They've gotten away with that for years. Mm -hmm. So it's not really a new concept. Mm -hmm. It's really just the way they kind of threw it in your face. And Mm -hmm. they, I don't know, they just, it was just weird. spat in your face and you want to still call them your friend. It's like, wait a minute. If you just didn't spit in my face, you could still hate me secretly. But (laughs) I think it was hilarious because that really set up. That really set the, the tone for the entire generation. That gave Sony, who was going, I believe, the night after, a blueprint on what not to do. I think Sony had yeah, the same plan. They were to probably do the exact Same thing. Yeah. They had the plan. They said, Microsoft's going to do this first. Let's see what they do. And if they don't, we'll put plan B into action. And it completely bombed. And then Sony came out and just utterly destroyed what they did. So mm-hmm. that's why I was kind of surprised when... when you know, you were you're talking about going back to Xbox because during that time period when we used to talk about this, I was like, "Oh, you're 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 done with them." Like it's yeah. like you you broke up. You wait like a really bad breakup when you're like really upset. You're like, "Man, I supported you since yeah. I was and a now little you're going girl." Back to your abuser. Since I, I know it's <laughs> no, so bad. It's a bad relationship, you guys. <laughs> like, don't do what I'm doing until there's a change of. Well, there is. I guess there is a change of. I guess management per se because that guy did not obviously. Yeah, like, um, I support so. your decision to get one, but. I, yeah, I went backwards just for that nostalgia. Yeah, and it's a it's a good platform. It's been years, yeah. so you know, hopefully things are gonna change. I th- I honestly look, think you know. with Phil Spencer in there, things are gonna change, and I think it's it's definitely good. Like, cause I know a lot of people on on Twitter they like to, um, you know, attack things like attack consoles that they don't necessarily have interest in or they don't like, um, in defense of theirs. Um, and I think it's interesting that. Um, you get to a certain point in your life, hopefully, where that doesn't really become like a thing anymore. You kind of just mm-hmm. play what you want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have restrictions on what you can buy, whether it's financial restrictions or if you're like us and you just kind of buy things that we probably shouldn't. <laughs> really um, bad. You know, it just kind of comes down to that. But, you know, it's it's cool to appreciate all these systems for what they do. Personally, I don't really have a reason to get an Xbox. Um, I still appreciate it, though, as a brand and as a, a platform. And with the whole Switch thing, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't turn down Halo on the Switch. I wouldn't, Mm-mm. you know, I wouldn't turn that down. Um, but if you're if you're comfortable with something and you really like a certain system, even if it's not the most popular thing, even if you, you're hearing a whole bunch of bad things about it, mm-hmm. it's important to try it out yourself. If that's something you're really passionate about and to just, you know, go ahead and get it. You know, it's going to have games that you like on it. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, you can always turn around and sell it and buy something else. So I think that it's important to kind of just go with your gut and go with what you like rather mm-hmm. than try to, you know, accommodate for what someone else is someone else mm-hmm. likes or what someone else is pushing on you. Like just just kind of go in and, and and figure that out yourself. And I mean this situation is kind of similar. I mean, you with you and your Xbox, you obviously, you know, were kind of you made the decision to kind of move on. Mm-hmm. And when Nintendo had their last generation, I bought a Wii U the first year. Mm 
probably a couple months after it came out. Mm-hmm. I think it came out in like November. I got it in January. And I was uh, I was pretty happy with it at first. But it just got to the point where they weren't handling things that well. It was kind of like the Nintendo version of the Vita. Things just aren't really getting support. There's a great exclusive games on there. You know, Super Mario mm-hmm. 3D, uh, 3D World. 3D Land was on the 3DS. 3D World was on the Wii U. Got it. Um, <laughs> but you had that. You had Wind Waker HD. You had uh, Mario Kart 8. All these games really good. But the system just didn't really do anything for me. It, it I felt like I was a little bit burned after that system came out. And I was like, well, you know, I am I think I'm done with getting Nintendo home consoles. 3DS, on the flip side, was like Nintendo's PS4 in a way. Where it's like all these amazing games are coming out on 3DS. It's like, and that that system had a rough launch too. But all these amazing games are coming out on the 3DS. And it's just, you know, becoming this like, you know, in, incredibly good platform. So I'm like, you know, which Nintendo is going to come out now for the Switch? Am I going to get the 3DS Nintendo or am I going to get the Wii U Nintendo? But there was a lot of factors that went into the Wii U having a hard time. You know, obviously there's death of a you know major person in your company, the head of your company, essentially. That was huge. Um, but it just kind of got to the point where when I started seeing Switch commercials, I just started to get back into it. Like I tried to push <laughs> it away. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm just going to play PlayStation you know, PC, I'm just going to, you know, stick to that. But as it got closer and closer and closer, I'm like, oh man, I really want to switch. I really want to play these games. And it's so perfect for traveling. I mean, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to lug my huge Xbox. It's like 10 no. pounds. You might not have me. to. Oh yeah, soon. <laughs> you might not switch, have to. Switch, man, you know? So, you know, it's perfect for traveling. It's perfect because we've had to travel and we've had to stay in hotels and um, it's, we want to enjoy the games. You know, we still want to play video games and we don't have to have to lug, you know, a big brick, a power brick, you know, all that extra stuff with us. So, I mean, Oh yeah. We can it, just fit all the switch stuff in a perfect. case. Yeah. The switch stuff, the way they advertise it, the way that it works, works as advertised. It's beautiful. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is nice though. I mean, I'm happy though that you went back to, um, you know, having your Xbox because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to lose that, that identity that you kind of have. Yeah, you don't want to jump on a bandwagon when everyone's saying this is what's good. You're a loser if you don't have it. The thing is, is we all prefer different controllers, yeah. different ways of playing. Different you operating know, systems. I, I'll be honest, I don't use the Switch with the controllers detached half the time unless I have to because I, prefer I feel weird. Yeah. I feel like I'm in Harry Potter. I'm about to cast a spell. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel, oh, yeah. oh, this is weird. It's a little weird, yeah. So it's a... I don't use them unless I have to. I like to keep them connected. So it's all for what you like. You need to go out there and experience what you're comfortable with and what you're okay with. And don't let anyone change that, your preference. You know, don't let anyone say, well, you shouldn't get that. Because honestly, the controller is such an important part of connecting with those games that you have. It's what you're going to be holding the whole time you're playing that game. So you better make sure your hands are comfortable and and used to it and what you like. You know, if you don't like a controller, but you, you like the brand, well, you might just not like playing games until they come out with a good controller, yeah. which is very sad. So the, the controller is so important. And it doesn't always contribute to the success of a console. No. But it is very important for you to connect to, to the games and enjoy them for long periods of time. So make sure you test those out. 
I mean, this Xbox controller, the newest one, is still bulky. I mean, I have little hands, but I really like it. I like how it's kind of more difficult to reach to the bumpers because they're only for special cases. You're not always using them anyway, and it kind of makes it a small challenge. You know, not like the Nintendo 64 where you don't even know yeah. how to hold the controller well, that was properly. Weird. Yeah. So, it, but it, it's just a little bit extra. Oomph. And I will say that you... Just just for reference, you have very small hands. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you have tiny hands. Like you have to have the Whopper Jr. Thanks. <laughs> um, so that that also kind of adds to the challenge. I mean, uh, I don't really have a, like a big problem with the Xbox One controller. I don't. The only mm. thing I don't like is that it uses double A still. It does. Like, and, and charge it. <laughs> I know. It does make the controller a little heavier too, but honestly doesn't really factor in after a couple hours i don't notice um that weight yeah so. it's not it's not a huge deal you can always just get you know rechargeable double I mean, once A's. they stop selling batteries maybe then they'll be concerned but yeah, i don't think until that's then, gonna end yeah. <laughs> anytime soon yeah that's interesting though that is really interesting so uh what what games are you playing on there i'm playing the halo collection which i discovered when i bought it because I used to play Halo when I was younger, so it was a way for me to revisit it, that it did not have Reach in there. And uh, I did look up to see why Reach wasn't in there, and it even 343 stated that that is something they are looking into. So I doubt they're just going to abandon it, but I feel like they are trying to possibly update it, or there's some issues with like maybe getting the engine onto that kind of collection, because yeah. I know I think 3 uses the same engine as the others, I don't think, I think Reach has a separate engine. So maybe they're having difficulties including it. Okay. But Reach is so, I loved Reach's multiplayer more than the other games. And I was looking forward to it being in there, but I bought it thinking it was, and it wasn't, which was kind of disappointing. But the rest of the games are good too. Um, but apparently they are looking into that. They okay. are they are looking into adding it. I'm not sure if they will live up to it or do it, but um, it is what it is. And I still feel like the collection is very good and it's very fun. I like the the cool loading screen has a snow covered warthog right yeah. now. I'm not sure if they'll change that eventually. So yeah, because we we actually I posted on Instagram we we were playing that for a little while, um, and we we played the Halo one weekend. We went and played all the the Halo games. We sat down <laughs> and just like <laughs> played them for like who knows how many hours. Because I never played them prior to that. Mm-hmm. That was a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, and we were playing this uh, last weekend. And it was uh, it was really fun, actually, uh, mm-hmm. more so than I remember it being in terms of like controls and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a real sense of and I guess because I've probably played some more shooters after playing that game, mm-hmm. but seeing it updated and all that, there's a real sense of like power behind the weapons you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you hit something, it feels like you're actually hitting them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's like there's, a weight. Yeah, there's like some mm-hmm. it's like the, the weapons kind of have like their own uh I'm trying to think of the the right word here, um, but it's just it's really it's really cool. Like it's it just there's there's like something about it. It just feels a lot different than a lot of the other shooters that I'm, I've been playing. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost like you know the bullets have like real force behind them, or the the power, uh, you know, power beams or whatever they call them, the plasma stuff. I don't know. It's just it's, just, it's really cool. It has like this this really unique feel to it, um, even after all these years. So uh, I was having a blast at that. Um, you know, we definitely have to continue playing that because that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we were we, we started playing it again on Legendary, so we'll see how far we can get with oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah. It was fun though. It was fun. It, it was, was a lot of fun. It was nice. I didn't think it was like super majorly difficult. No. I died most of the times. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> no. And I, I feel like after Dark Souls, we're like, we're so used to death, it doesn't even matter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After that whole <laughs> debacle. Yeah. 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 So now we're like, what's the big deal where we respawn? You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll just, hey, just, you know, go hide in the hallway somewhere and I'll, I'll pop right back up. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, KD, it's, it's cool though. A KD ratio that doesn't matter anymore when you get older. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're like, just kind of eh, we're gonna just, just chug it. through it. Yeah, just push. Recreational gamers right here. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes competitive, but not all the time. Yeah, we're we're not trying to win any championships here. We're just trying, <laughs> we're just trying to make it from point A to point B. <laughs> yeah. If we die in the in the meantime, we're lucky you know. to to complete the game. The amount of time we have left in the day. So. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Our, our schedules are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, what other games are you playing? I'm, I'm actually went back to getting the Skyrim uh, special edition, which I, I have Skyrim on on everything, I and know. I should not, but I did. You just you love Elder I just, Scrolls. I just I have though. problems. So yeah, I love Elder Scrolls. I've always been a fan uh, since Morrowind. I didn't go way back from Elder Scrolls, like the very originals that were mm. released. I started with Morrowind on the original Xbox, and so um, I actually got mods on the Skyrim. And now my women look like they have Botox. And I was like, I was thinking I got like this mod. I mean, it's crazy. The things you can do on there. And I thought the Xbox would have issues with like loading them. But it really, I didn't see any concerns. I mean, there's glitches, obviously. But I think that's due to the mods. Oh, yeah. But the system handles it very well for the ones that they do have there on there that's present. And I I got this one that makes every old person, at least females, look younger but the thing they didn't tell you is they didn't swap like the voice files for younger voice (laughs) files so you have this really gorgeous young woman and you're like "Ooh, she looks really cute and then she goes how you doing skippy you know and she does this old like (laughs) she (laughs) she does this old like (laughs) voice it's in it's in like uh freaking uh middle middle age type (laughs) times they're just like you know Yo, what's up, bro? That's going to be <laughs> modern like, day in like 2050. Everyone's going to have Botox and really old voices, but gorgeous bodies. They're going to be like beautiful. And then you're going to hear them speak and you'll be instantly like, oh, no. It's like, huh. Uh-oh. What's what's going on there? <laughs> How old are you? That's going to be the number one question <laughs> in 2050. So, oh, my God. That's pretty good. You're going to ask for their ages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was it's been a lot of fun. And I now have like this, um, it made one of the orphans, I guess, because I always, I always wanted to get them as like followers. It made one of them a follower and equipped him with an arrow. And apparently this guy's really (laughs) hard to fight. What they didn't tell me about that mod was his voice file was changed to an older man's. So now I have this young boy that looks like he could be my son running around with me. And now I talked to him and he's like this full grown man ready to have like a job. So he's just so he's like, a he's like, cut that wood over there. I'm like, oh, okay. You cut that wood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like this is the weirdest voice file. I'm like, I'm like talking to my son. You would think it'd be like that cute little voice. Well, I'm assuming he was probably reskin, right? He's probably one of the other people in the game that no. follows you. Or? His height's changed. He's, he's the exact orphan I think you can have in white run. Um, and he's following you. And That's he sounds odd. like a grown man. That's and I'm so like, weird. why didn't they change the voice file? You know, it's. Yeah, that's that's very weird. But it, it definitely gives you a very fun experience. Oh, I'm sure. And yeah. it, it's very entertaining. 
And the only bad part is you cannot earn achievements when you do have mods enabled. But once again, everyone who's owned Skyrim's probably completed it, no and, doubt. And that's so. something that me and you kind of differ on. So you're a big achievement and trophy oh, type oh, person. No. I, I would like to get the achievements. Yeah. I suck at getting well, the achievements. To, and I, I would like to get them if I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> didn't you Didn't you get all the achievements in like Oblivion or Oblivion. something? Oblivion, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Which is just the, insane to me because how many achievements are there in that game? Well, that's the best I could do, to be honest with you guys. I My older brother is like this super go-getter when it comes to the achievements, and I've always wanted to be like that. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I want, I want to go play like Gears of War or this other game. Yeah, that's game. the thing with me. Like when you I know, beat a game, like that's it. Like yeah. I'm just I'm on I'm I'm yeah. on moving on from it doing something else I don't want to sit there and get all these trophies like and learn to hate the game yeah, in different yeah, ways yeah. you know because like, then you get aggravated it's just crazy like I'm um, getting like <laughs> platinum trophies in PlayStation games I just never never have attempted it I I actually even haven't I haven't even gotten it in uh, Spider Man and that's that game you just beat all the side missions and you're done so I mean. That's a lot to do in Spider-Man too. Even <laughs> well, if that that game, you just have to 100% the game, and you get the oh, the you get the, oh, okay. yeah. So you just have to right. get all the all the side missions done, the main story, and your your platinum. Yeah, if you if you got all the Halo achievements, you're some sort of extra god that I don't know about because it's ridiculously hard. Some of those achievements to get, and um, to add on to that. Apparently, some of them are locked. Now, I don't know how 100% the true that is, but because now it's in the Halo collection, there are certain achievements, like, for example, Reach. You got to go separately to go get Reach um, if you want all the Halo series. But there's apparently, like, this different version, language version. And only on that version can you get that achievement. So I guess if you were hunting every single one of them down, that's possible for all Halo series, uh, you wouldn't be able to get it all. You'd have to get like this new console or something crazy. It, it was just crazy, you guys. But I can't, I, I, I will never probably 100% my achievements, but I'll, I'll try to get them if I think I can. Yeah, I just I just don't have the patience for it. I mean, it's just, it's too much. It's like, I, I barely have enough time to complete a game, you yeah. know, let alone complete, complete a game. Oh, you know, yeah. it's just too much. It's way too much. And by that time, like my interest is usually on something else. With how many games come out and how big my backlog is, I don't have time. I just, I honestly just don't have time to do it. Yeah. It's the, when you're an adult and you have a full time job, you'll be lucky if you have time to like, <laughs> to do it, to breathe, to, to get dinner. That's why you choose fast food. And then you feel bad because you chose fast food. And then you get to go home contemplating your decisions. And then you got to take a bath and you got to clean. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to sit down and play games. It's three in the morning and you got to do it all over again. And you're like, "Uh Oh, what did God, I do? Just, it's too much. Yeah. It's too it's, much. It, it's a lot. You know, you definitely have to make room for it when you're older and, and really try to jump in there and make it easily accessible. Mm. You know, you start learning, okay, I got to put everything, I got to get it set up. So as soon as I get home, I could just jump on for like 30 minutes or an hour, you know, until the weekends. And then, yeah, the weekends you, know, you can just dedicate disappear. to, unless you work like me. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's <laughs> I all used good. to have to work, um, at least some overtime when I was doing payroll. But oh, I'm so glad those days are over. Oh now. man. Well, I also saw you playing a hunting game. Oh, on your yeah. Xbox. What's what's the deal with that? I never even thought people actually play those games, but I they have to because there's so many of them. Yeah, so, they have to sell really well. Um, actually, this is interesting because me and my little brother used to 
like always want to get and play hunting games. I yeah. think we came across one we really liked. I can't remember. Um, but I was like, you know, I'm going to get this hunting game. It's with the Xbox Game Pass. It's available. Um, I, I honestly do not remember the name. I'm so sorry. But it is the funnest game I've played with hunting because I'm sure you guys could see it. It's available. I think it's the only one it's on, on Game Xbox. Pass. Yeah. It's on Game Pass currently. So definitely I'm check sure there's out other that. ones on Xbox, but it's the only one on Game Pass. This one is pretty pretty awesome. It has to be the only one on, on Game Pass because yeah. I was looking for others too. And I don't think I've found any. I think this is the only one. Okay. So definitely look for that. But it's it's pretty fun. You start off, it doesn't tell you how to do things. It doesn't have like this tutorial. So you get to kind of learn, kind of like back in the old day, what each button does. And it might be frustrating for some people, but it wasn't very frustrating for, for me. I learned out how to use the little like camera and functionalities and different guns and stuff. Um, but you can hunt deer and bears and it's a really beautiful game. And it has several different places or parks that you can hunt and they're pretty big. And it even comes with missions that kind of just pop up naturally. Like you'll get a phone call from like, I guess this park ranger guy who's trying to help you out. Like, oh, you know, the hunting's good in certain areas. You could go to lookouts. But he'll give you like this mission like, oh, Billy's camp just got turned over. We don't know if it was like <laughs> this bear or if it was like another jerk, you know, like was it a human? another jerk hunting, you know, and went over there and did that to him. So you, you go and you kind of find these clues and you take pictures of the footprints and then he's like, oh, I'll get back to you because that looks like another hunter out there messing with Billy. Yeah. And it's it was honestly and then you very turn into cute. A bounty hunter. Then then my accent started changing to Southern real quick and I started no I'm kidding. But <laughs> but it was so much fun and I didn't think I would have fun with that. And it's it, there is some challenge. It'll tell you like where you hit that deer or where you hit it like in the lungs, and um, you have to track them. If you didn't have like a fatal or whatever uh, shot, I'm not very, I'm not very knowledgeable when it comes to guns, shooting them or hunting at all. So it was very fun for someone who knows nothing about it. And I really got into it. I was like, look at me, you know, I'm running around. <laughs> yeah, I, I killed that I deer. I killed that deer. Did you see? Then you feel bad a little bit. Nothing but it's a digital deer. Fresh venison. Yeah. So <laughs> you get to go do that and you get like little trophies and you're like, oh, look what I did. And it's all digital. It's not like actually like, you know, if killed you're the animal. killing, you know, I'm if sure you're Peter sensitive to that, <laughs> <laughs> if you're sensitive to that, the good part is it's digital. So, I mean, it. it yeah. It's like playing you know. Monster Hunter, even though these animals are cute. hey don't make me feel bad because it honestly is very fun and very stress relieving and very yeah it's just relaxing just to go and explore the map so yeah it's very interesting i've always wondered who actually plays those games but i I mean there's so many of them so people definitely buy them oh yeah it's like just the weirdest thing i've never played one ever you gotta try one or two out honestly i'm sure i'd have fun with it and i'm sure the others are good but this is one where you can like fully explore the maps and um I don't know if it had good reviews, to be honest with you. I think it like had like mediocre reviews, yeah, but I, I honestly think you, it, it deserves more. Yeah, I feel like, um, <laughs> I don't know, I just, I never have like this urge where I'm just like, <laughs> man, I want to go play some games. Uh, how about uh, go kill some animals? <laughs> well, it's like, you know, if you're playing Skyrim and you really like the hunt, like to go yeah, and there's with your bow and arrow. That. Yeah. It's like Breath and of the Wild, too. There's hunting mechanics. If you're like a person who really likes to get into the environment of a game, like you like to go explore the woods and explore the maps and the water and I just want to go splash in it. Yeah. 
you would have a lot of fun, I think, with this kind of game. Try out the hunting games because they it's like this really calming and relaxing experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very interesting. So I think that's all the games that you have, but yeah, we do have plans to play some on the, the YouTube channel and mm-hmm. we'll play some games together and play some um, separate um, I think, did you want to announce your, your first game? Cause I mean, this is, this is in many ways, like your, your, you know, first time being a, a permanent member, right? I mean, yeah. this is your, your first time. Yeah. So, you know, your what, what games are you planning for the channel? So I, I plan on, um, tackling Mass Effect. Here we go. And, and, and Andromeda. Did I do it right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I kept calling it Andromeda and he's like, that is not how you say it. Yeah. Please don't say that. <laughs> And so, but I was a huge Mass Effect fan of the series. Was. Was. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I've heard very bad reviews of Andromeda. I've actually played about 15 minutes, maybe to, to 30 of of it at um, my parents' house with my little brother. And honestly, the animations are... Uh, There's something special. <laughs> they something are entertaining. Special. The character, I got to meet some of the members and I did not feel like we were as well connected as the other games kind of get you that character development. So this is going to be very interesting. I'm going to try to make my person more normal, especially with the jawline. Because let me tell you, if you get that jawline messed up and that chin, it's It's over. over. I mean, you have this character that is giving like this really rude face the whole game. And it's really deformed looking. So it's... I wish they had some better presets, definitely. So I'm going to probably take a couple hours in customization to make something <laughs> normal for you guys. And I'm I'm probably going to add, I'm not going to do a face cam, but I will definitely be doing my voice commentary. And um, it's going to be fun. I'm going to be able to share that with you guys. Yeah. And maybe I'll and, hop in um, some, for some like dual commentary yeah. or something at some point. Yeah. You definitely. know, we'll, we'll have things like that sprinkled through. Yeah, so that's going to be my very first game, my very first awesome. uh, playthrough. So I'm excited. It's not. I'm not a master. I, I probably will miss things um, while I'm playing. I'm just doing it naturally and enjoying the game mm-hmm. as I go. So that's going to be really cool. Um, definitely mm-hmm. happy to have you on the channel um, and the podcast. Obviously, I'll still have my singular podcast that I do throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one or two. Um, but we definitely want to try to utilize um, some of these weekends to kind of, you know, catch up and, and have a show because um, I'd really like to get you, you know, on, on the show more often. So uh, we're definitely going to make a, a really strong effort to do just that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's exciting. It's really exciting. So, um, you know, you'll definitely be hearing a lot of Kimberly if you are following Ooh. the game. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm super, super pumped up about that. We're going to be Say rocking and rolling. <laughs> yeah. uh, so do you have a, a Twitter handle or anything that you want to drop um, in? I do. I have Meowthsy, which is very hard, I guess, for to say. Basically, I combine two Pokemon, which is, well, I, we're not Pokemon, but like their names. So Meowth <laughs> yeah. for, you know, Meowth. And then Meowzy, who is like his little love. Like he loves. Interest I just kind of combine them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, you spell it M-E-O-W-T-H. Z-I-E. Okay, and we'll have and, a link um, in the description. We'll too. have a link. Yeah, I yeah. didn't even think about that. So um, you can find me on there. I'm a little no one. So hi. Hey, me say too. What's up? And <laughs> I will say hi back <laughs> and give you a little gif or emoji or something. So yeah. All right. <laughs> and obviously, you can find us at Game Opinions on Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, 
The podcast is available on Stitcher, Sound or not SoundCloud. We're not doing SoundCloud yet. But <laughs> it's available on Stitcher, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and I think it's on on a Castbox too. Um, which I'm not super familiar with, but I Google searched it the other day and apparently I'm on there. So go figure. Oh wow. So yeah. Um, and of course you can always find us here on YouTube as well. Um, the dark web. The dark, Sorry. Hopefully not. <laughs> no, Maybe. That's scary. It might. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna wrap it up for us today, though. So uh, make sure you guys leave us some feedback. Any review feedback is crucial to the success of Game Pinions, and uh, it's really you know kind of gives us some kind of barometer to kind of go off of what to improve on. So hope you guys have a great day, and uh, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.